Sachim Dafayim Gimel today's email comes from Michal Shields, a great kid, a 14-year-old from Maryland. He says, thank you so much for the amazing shoe you give every day. A few months ago, I started giving a Mishnah to boys who are on the average 8, 9 years old. At first, the learning was a bit shvach. I wasn't sure what to do about it. Then when I was going, doing Daf Yomi one day a few weeks ago, you mentioned the story about someone who gave Daf Yomi with your charts and pictures. Then I decided to use charts and pictures in the shir. And Baruch Hashem, the boys have been much more involved, excited and happier about the shir. So thank you very much. Thank you, Michal. We should have a tremendous amount of that tzlach. We should finish Shas together. We learned in the Mishnah that if a person takes a carbon Pesach and he shechts it, in mind for people who can't eat, they don't have teeth, they can't chew. And he does this on Shabbos, he's chay v'chatav. And if he has a mind for people that can't eat, plus people that could eat, he's potter. The question is, what's the big chiddush? We already learned this earlier in the Masechta, that if one shechs shloi lo'ichlov, it's not a good carbon pesach. Lo'ichlov shloi lo'ichlov, it's a good carbon pesach, so you just apply that to Shabbos. The answer is, because we just learned yesterday, in the case of taking a carbon shlomim and making it a carbon pesach. And Rebbe Lezer brings it right from the other case. Take a carbon pesach and make it in a shlomim. Since we brought those two cases, so it only follows that we should bring all the cases from the beginning of the Masechta, not the beginning of the Masechta, of where we learned those halachas, which include also Shalai Laichlov and Eichlov. There's a concept called Mikalto Bechabura. If a person destroys something on Shabbos, typically you're potter. But there's Machlaik is if a person destroys through a wound. Revi says he's potter. That brings up a very big question in our Sugya. If destroying with Chabura, meaning Shechita, you cause a wound, you're potter, so why would you be chayiv if you make a shechita on an animal and you think to yourself that this is shaloi la'ichlav, why would you be chayiv at all? So the Gemara looks for a positive in, in his action, to say that it's not a dis- destruction, but there's a positive here. The first attempt is that if you put such an animal on the mizbeach, you don't have to take it off. So at least you accomplish that. The Gemara says that's great for shaloi la'ichlav. But what about the other case in the Mishnah? If there's a balmum and you shechit, you're chayiv. Why are you chayiv? You destroyed it. And in that case, you must take it off the Mizbeach. So even in that case, there's a positive. We're talking about according to Rebbe Kiva. This is a cataract. The mum is very weak. Since this mum doesn't even apply to a bird, Rebbe Kiva says when it comes to an animal, you don't have to take it off the Mizbeach. Okay, but it says in the Mishnah that if you find a hidden trefa, a hole in the heart, then you're part of Mashma, that if the hole in the heart is something that you were able to see through an x-ray, let's say, you'd be chayev. Why? You just destroyed, you shechted an animal, and there's, there's nothing that you accomplished there. So the more you accomplished, that's no longer an Avela. And if it's no longer an Avela, it doesn't emit Tumah. So what about in case that you have an Avela that doesn't emit Tumah? For instance, a person did three Averas. He took a carbon, shechted it outside of the Bishamikdash, on Chavez, with in mind that it should be an Avela Zara. Avela Zara emits Tumah. So the Gemara, even in this case, and this is the final answer, and this you could apply it to all the cases, there's no longer Aver Menachai. Once you shechted it, a Ben Noyach could eat it. The halacha is that if a person designated a carbon chatas and then he died, or he designated a second carbon chatas instead of it, the first one must die. Chatas you put it in a room and you let it die, unfortunately. The same exact case, but by a carbon asham, so whatever the halacha is by chatas, that has to die, so by asham you let it graze until it befalls a mum. You have to wait patiently until it gets a mum, then you sell it, and the money goes to Ketzam Zbech, you buy Karbanis oil for the Beisam question is, what happens if somebody takes the animal and he jumps the gun and shechs it before it has a mum? Rav is of the opinion that it turns into an oila. L'chayra, what he means to say is that it turns it automatically into an oila because he holds leibayi akira. You don't need to uproot it yourself. The concern is, since it flips into an oila, so anybody will go ahead and do so, 
And that's why they were geyser. You have to wait until it befalls the mom. People might do so even without the owner having a kapara. And that for sure is no good. Now there's a Mishnah that seems to corroborate this. The Mishnah says there's a three-way machlekes. What happens to Asham Shemesu Balav? So we have the Tanakhama, like we just said, you let it graze till it befalls the mom. You take the money, buy a nailah. Then you have Rebbe Leazar that holds that this Asham is exactly like a khatos. Kachatos ka Asham. The Asham must die. And Rebbe Shur is of the opinion, very similar to the Tanakhama, you let it graze until it befalls the mom, you take the money, and the owner buys an oil for himself, a private oil, not a communal oil like the Tanakhama, and he has to bring a mincha and a sachem, and he leans on it and he does smicha. But nowhere is it mentioned that you could take this Asham and shecht it as an oil. So you see, you cannot do so. You just have to let it befall a mom. The Gemara has a contradiction from a Brisa on Rab. It seems from the Brisa that if a person shechs a Karim Pesach, only to find out that his entire group disappeared, the Pesach is puzzled, and it has to be burnt immediately. Now, burnt immediately will indicate to us that Tzarech Akira, you have to uproot it yourself, because if Loit Akira, if an animal flips from a Pesach to a Shlamim on its own, then the only reason why we would burn this Shlamim is because you brought the Shlamim at the wrong time. You brought it after the Tamim. Well, that requires burning it the following day, not immediately. So you see from here that the Brisa contradicts Rav. One explanation would be that Rav actually holds that Bayi Akira, that if a person has an Asham and he shechs it, he has to say so specifically, I'm shechting it as an Oila. The problem is that we learned that Rebchir Bargamda says that you don't need an Akira. You don't have to do it by yourself. It happens automatically. And he says by a person who becomes Tomek. And he needs his carbon Pesach for the following Pesach, for the following month, Pesach Sheni. In that case, and only in that case, it doesn't happen automatically. But otherwise, the flip to another carbon happens automatically. So the Gemara says, and this is the final answer of the Gemara Lamaskana, it goes according to Rabbi Yosef ben Chanoi. That what, what happened was, he shechted an animal, a, a shlamim, for a Pesach. And what happens is that the carbon Pesach becomes possible with Gufay. It itself becomes possible. When it becomes possible itself, then you burn it immediately. That's what the Bryce is talking about. And... Rabbi Yosef ben Chaynoi doesn't hold that you have to bring a karmic chatas because he's a toibedvar mitzvah. His mistake was as he was performing a mitzvah, which doesn't require chatas, whereas Rabbi Yezer would hold. In that case, he does have to bring a chatas because toibedvar mitzvah chayiv. The Gemara says, don't say that the Bryce is talking about a case where it's nira v'nitcha, that the owner of this karmic Pesach, he was alive, he designated the karmic Pesach, and then after chatzais he died, so he became a dacho, he was pushed off, because Rav himself holds that in this case, which is a live animal, we don't say nir v'nitcha shuv enoi nira. Ravashi says that there's no contradiction from the Braisa because Rav has another Tana that he holds like, like Rabbi Shmuel Benoish Rabbi Yochim and Broika, that if there's time in the day to find out that his group disappeared, then he is chayev. So the carbon actually flips, a carbon Pesach will flip into a shlamim. In other words, if there's no psul in the body of the carbon Pesach, the psul is a side psul that he shechted this shlamim after the carbon tomate, and that's why you have to burn it the following day. That's how Rav would hold. But they, the Gemara says, no, perhaps this Tana is of the opinion that even a psul in the guf, even like pigol, with the psul in the guf, you wait until the following day. Because otherwise, how do you explain the other case in that Braisa, where the owners, became, the people bringing the carbon Pesach were Tomei, in that case, of course, you need an Akira, because we just said, Rebchei Bergamda says, that since they, they might want to use this carbon and Pesach Shaini, so it doesn't flip automatically, they have to flip it. Have a wonderful day.